Patel from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and you're listening to Final Gravity Podcast. <laughs> Some of my best friends rode the short bus. I'm leaving you in charge. What's your name? Steve. Steve? Yes. And you work in your security for Yes, I am. He's got the black box colors on. We had some complaints. He's Chicago. Yeah, complaints. Like, what kind of stuff? Noise. Noise. Like, yeah. Like, what? Like, it's drunk people making noise. Yeah. Like, they're like, uh, it's, it's a drunken crowd up here. Because you guys uh, handle it. That was yes. That call. No, that's the call that we got, though. But I appreciate you guys keeping it down for me. Yeah. So you guys have just won a urinal yeah. <laughs> for bringing the most beer. How do you feel about that? Amazing. Good job, man. It is a proud, proud day in the Iowa Brewers Union history. What's up, bitches? Uh, yeah. What's going on? Ah, not much, man. <clears throat> it's been a hell of a week. That it has. And uh, it's been too long since we've been down here, for sure, as usual. We just got to start doing this every week. I'm here. down. Who am I kidding? <laughs> that ain't going to fucking happen. <laughs> sure, you can combine it every Tuesday. Yeah. Go nah. to practice, come home at night. <laughs> No, no, that won't. Speaking of practice, I got uh, I got some treats for you guys later. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I don't think our audience knows, but I've been. Uh, I used to front a band, and now I've been playing drums in, with one of the guys that was in the original band, and we got some new members. So, I think uh, maybe I'll let you guys hear what we're working on. We're working on a demo. We just recorded a rehearsal, just real quick, live recording. So, but some of the stuff sounded pretty cool. Yeah, you played it for me just before we went on air. It actually sounded quite nice. It's getting there. Yeah. I heard the drummer sucks. Yeah, the drummer is a big fucking douchebag. <laughs> I see the door opening behind me. Oh, I think Forrest has arrived. Johnny come ah. lately. Nice. Or just Johnny come late. <laughs> so we were debating, Jay, is it is it two in the stink and one in the pink, or is it two in the pink and one in the stink? Depends on what she likes. Depends on the girl, right? Right. Yeah, but they're they're both considered that, shockers, right? I actually got that in Urban Dictionary the other way around. I called it the defibrillator. <laughs> defibrillator. <laughs> yeah, because of me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. I think two in the pink is called the shocker, and two in the stink is called whoa. <laughs> Hang on, Tiger. <laughs> Two, two, in the mud. <laughs> two in the mud and one in the blood. <laughs> right. That one's called the hang on there, Tiger. Over ambitious is what it's called. <laughs> yeah. It's called you're going to get yourself punched in the nose. Well, it depends on the girl, really. That is true. That is true. Sounds like you're talking from experience. <laughs> yeah. I am drinking beer. Well, I, you know, I figured if we, if we get the shit out front and talk about the crap then we start talking about beer for the rest of the show. 
That's true. We might as well just have the failure of the show in the beginning. <laughs> Change things up a little bit. And then it can only get better. <laughs> Ooh, dude. Ooh, the double Simcoe. Nice. So speaking of that, <clears throat> what's up, Forrest? Um, tonight's show, we're going to do a DIY show, and we're going to talk about uh, hop spiders and uh, different ways to get hops into your beer. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've all used the, the typical tie the bag, throw it in there, and, and that works, no doubt. But the hop spider, I think, saves a couple of steps there, a little bit of aggravation. Yeah, you know, if, especially if you have a pump in, in your system and you want to pump it out, you don't have to worry about any sediment getting in the pump uh, or any hop um, pellets. But, um, you know, when you're starting out brewing, you're doing probably extract batches, you're using pellets, and uh, the bags work fine. Bags. I still use bags today, even though I, do, I still have a hop spider. I still use bags. The hop spider is nice. It's one device. You don't have to worry about three or four bags of different hops for hop additions. That's a good point. Yeah, because you, you can you just throw them all in there, right? Yeah, everything goes in one little hop spider. At your different times. Right. Okay. Right. What the hell was that? Was that your phone? That was my phone. Oh, okay. As long as we're not getting jacked on Justin TV with an ad or something. No, no. I'm trying to get Facebook people who i have friends with to listen to the, to us tonight very good yeah i was i was kind of laxed on posting because it's just been a busy 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 week and uh don't forget guys tuesday and this show yeah we'll probably have this published by tomorrow or monday but tuesday uh 3 p.m eastern sign up for nhc and if you're not already a member of aha you're lazy and go sign up now on our home site right on our front page click the banner there and sign up you're lazy when when did, when did you sign up jay <laughs> two days ago <laughs> hey i call it like i see it that's it man that's it i call it like i am well, there you go <laughs> it's gonna be fun for me i gotta have my wife buy the tickets because i'm gonna be on a plane when they go on sale yeah that that blows you bringing your wife she decided she didn't want to go so oh, good. just me the boys night out exactly that's me. Uh, my wife is going to be pregnant or with... No, she's going to be with baby. Oh, okay. Oh. And two other kids, so... Um, just me. Three days. Bliss. Blitzed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maritable blitzed. <laughs> Very good. So, we'll let Forrest settle in here. So, what do you think? You guys want to hear my, my band? I do. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's see if I can find it here. Ah, now comes the technical difficulties part. No, no, I think we're pretty good. Is this See You Next Tuesday? We're, we haven't decided on a name yet, man. We, I love the name See You Next Tuesday, and I've actually had a couple of chicks that said they totally love the name and we should do it, but my guitar player's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, really, dude? Come on. Like, what's the big You're deal? You're a bar band. Come on. We're, we're a bar band. It's not like, yeah. It's not like we're trying to sell records here. Rated PG. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, let's see, I'll, here's one of our ones we recorded at rehearsal the other night. Just playing around with it. Oh, oh, volume helps. Whoops, sour note.
that and then we got the ever classic guys think he sounds like Paul Deano huh sounds like your singer has a good voice yeah you should do uh you should do old maiden if he's gonna sing that be good <laughs> so there you go man bass player is awesome yeah bass players he's ripping a little bit you still you got to get a really new drummer good. man you gotta get i know the drummer. drummer the drummer is definitely the problem with that band <laughs> <laughs> no it sounds good man it really does yeah, it's getting there we're having fun that's all that matters so well, we should be exactly gigging it. we're hoping to be gigging out within a month any originals nope not yet not yet. Mostly heavy or mostly metal, 80s metal. Um, n- not necessarily. Like we're doing a Billy Idol tune. We're doing um, a w- old White Snake tune. Nice, nice. We're doing uh, Foo Fighters, Goo Goo Dolls, Stone Temple Pilots. All up tempo, right? Up tempo. We yeah, mostly, you know. So. Well, kind of thing you were playing upon. Yeah. Stuff like that. Kind of mosh pit action. Nice. Now, is this the band that played it, Music on the Mountain? Yeah. We sound a little better now. Yeah, you do. A lot better now. Sounds real good. Dude, this could turn into, like, Steel Dragon. The guys are going to get famous. <laughs> Judas Priest is going to ask you to replace their entire band. <laughs> and then they'll make a movie out of it. Yeah, so stuff like that. Nice. So, Hop Spider. First of all, talk about what is a Hop Spider, Warren. Go. Huh. Um, got it with you, so. Yeah, it, it's been around for a little okay. while, I guess, on the internet and on the interwebs. A lot of people have been making them, I guess, I don't know how long they've been, but uh, basically it's a pipe coupling, um, all thread for the bars, and a couple of nuts, and a bag with a stainless steel worm clamp. And what you do is you take the, the coupling and drill. There are variations. You can have four holes for four legs. Or you can do three, like a tripod, and make three legs. Um, and this way, what, what it does is the all-thread acts as the legs, and it sits on top of the kettle. And it's attached to the coupling. The coupling is an open hole into the boil. And then the stainless steel, 
um, worm clamp clamps the bag open in the kettle, clamps it down so it holds it to the coupling. So when you're throwing hops in, you're just throwing it into one little container. And you could do 90-minute hop additions in the same container. You can do three hop additions, four hop additions, however many hops you want, pellets or leaves, and it keeps it out of your pump when you pump in uh, your wort to cool. So it's a great device. I recommend it for anyone who has a pump. I didn't have it for a while, and I kept getting stuck in my pump, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. And then, you know, I have an inch of hop pellet gut, uh, just gum at the bottom of the kettle when I was done trying to siphon it out. So wasn't that, yeah, wasn't that sort of your inspiration to build this thing? Is you because you were having a lot of issues with whoa, stuff whoa, getting whoa, stuck. Whoa, 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 that's not normal. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the first time I did it was at the big brew day that we had for our club at Joe's house, and uh, my pump stuck, and I couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. I thought it was the the honey that got, you know, because we used a ton of honey in there. I thought the honey gummed the, the wheel all up. So the second time it happened was at my brother-in-law's, and by the time we got done, I looked down, and there's an inch and a half to two inches of just hop goo stuck right where my siphon hose was, right, you know, the little dip tube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that by putting some kind of scrubby on or putting a stainless steel uh, mesh on that dip tube would stop it from getting caught inside that dip tube. But my setup is such that it didn't matter. The hop goo just sucked right where, the, <laughs> right where the mesh was, and so it didn't really do anything. So it clogged the mesh. Essentially. It, it clogged the mesh yeah. and prevented me from siphoning out. So I built the hop spider and made, I did another brew a week later, and it worked like a charm, like a charm. Beautiful. So yeah. you'll have to uh, hold that up to the camera. Yeah, hold on a second. And then uh, we'll also have to get some pictures of that on the website. I mean, if you guys just do a search for Hop Spider, if you haven't seen a million of them, not to say we're, uh, you know, cutting edge here or we're inventing something. I mean, it's just, you know, thousands of people make them all the time. But we thought it'd be cool to kind of describe how to make it and the advantages of. So you used uh, nylon locking nuts on the inside there. Yeah, the the um, the coupling and the nuts and, and the... All thread do not go into the word at all. Neither does the stainless steel clamp. It's just a bag because this sits on top of the, the kettle. Well, yeah, it's going to sit. So it sits above the boil. And then all the hops get thrown in there. That's right. Do you have any issue, like, because I've never used one, so going to be a couple stupid questions here, but does the bag fall into the liquid or does it kind of want to float on top or no it, it stays underneath does it um you can also put some stainless steel washers if you're some unsure weights, yeah, yeah in the bottom of it but it stayed for me it stayed underneath totally underneath both times i used it and without I would, issue i would imagine once it gets wet it just wants to sink and especially if you get some hops in it then they get wet and, and it'll they just, just drop sink too. okay yeah that makes sense now i've also seen some guys forego this whole thing and just take their bag Sorry about that. I should really turn that phone off during this thing. But uh, I see some guys take their, their bags and use a one-bag system like that, but clamp the bag to the side of the pot. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's something that you guys can do. Just I take, usually tie mine to the handle. Or tie yours to the handle. This way you can yeah. reuse it and keep it doesn't stuff wor- It there. doesn't work as good, though. You, this system is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> this is easier. I mean, it was no-brainer. Just add it right to the... You, you got to remember to add it inside the hoop. Because <laughs> sometimes you're so used to just throwing stuff in, and you just make sure that you put it inside the hoop. 
And imagine oh, cleaning the, that the gets... the PVC coupling yeah. hoop? Okay, yeah. I got you, yeah. Yeah, as otherwise you've just built something and defeated the whole purpose. <laughs> exactly. I'd imagine get, cleaning that out is probably easy, especially even with uh, with pellets. You can just turn the whole thing inside out through the coupling. Yeah, and basically what I do is I twist it, and then I just shove the whole thing through, and it, just all the pellets come right out. Nice. It just stays... And it's easy peasy. You could just hang it to dry, and when you're done, everything fits nicely inside the coupling. Yeah, see, I wasn't sure about those, but now that I see yours, I totally want one. <laughs> now I'm convinced. I'm going to yeah, go build one. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> coupling was about four bucks. The I got ten feet of all thread, three-eighths. You can get any size all thread you want. Um, I thought three-eighths would be sturdy enough. That was nine dollars. Uh, the bag was a couple of bucks, and the... the um, clamp was like a dollar fifty. It's probably make a good club project. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like what fifteen dollars total, if yeah, that. If that. If that. I mean, because you can get all thread uh, twelve inch lengths for a dollar fifteen each. Oh, so okay. It's like four bucks. So four, four, and five, and whatever. The yeah, bag. You could throw some spices in there too. Yeah, absolutely. And grains, if you wanted to do like a um, extract batch with grains. It's true. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't even think of that for our extract brewers. That'd probably be a great like way a to do steeping grains. Match. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, thinking on that line, I was thinking, you know, what do you do? You don't want to use this. Well, you could if you wanted to on your stove, but you're really not going to add that many. And for me, uh, I use about two two ounces of hops for five gallon batch of extract. And so I came up with another thing based on the same idea. So this one here, you kind of were designing more for your your kettles there. Yeah, that's right. Your your big kegels and fifteen gallon guys. And this one, I kind of incorporated what guys do with their bags, and they pin them to the side of the kettle. So we came up with a stainless steel hook, drilled to the side so it hangs on the side of the kettle. A coupling, uh, which is two inches. I would recommend going a little bigger, maybe a three-inch coupling. And then some screen. This is actually aluminum, but you can get stainless steel screen. This is all they had at the big box stores, so I just went ahead and, for a concept, built it. I used it today and uh, it worked without a hitch. This was this held three ounces to the top right. in, in uh, three ounces of uh, holy. Uh, no, pellet um, pellets. Yep, and uh, a little, little bit harder to clean. I wish I would have seen that the other day. Betsy just asked me if I had any good project ideas for BYO, and I was like, No, I don't have any ideas. But that's uh. You gotta even if you don't do screen, you can probably get like a, a small to medium sized muslin bag that just oh yeah, you know, do, do, does the do same the, thing. Do the same thing, and then you can do the same inside out trick to clean it. Now, what I did the screen um, was for a different purpose. I'm actually working on a new business, um, and part of the business has e kettles, and e kettles have um, an element in there. So what I was worried about the bag floating into the element while it was on, this eliminates that. This doesn't move. This stays right put. Right. So I can have the element there, and no no worries about it floating into the element. How did you crimp the sides? Like, what did you do? Vice. Okay. I did it by hand first, sort of like rolled it, and then put it in a vice and crimped it down. I imagine you could probably use, if uh, any of our listeners or contractors out there, there's sort of a little, it's called a handbrake. It's meant for aluminum yeah, siding. I was going to say metal brake would probably work. And it's about, it's about four or five inches wide. It looks like a pair of pliers, but like a hammerhead shark. It's about four inches wide. It's, right. it's meant to bend aluminum. They do it for gutters, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's a handbrake. Right, it's just, and the yeah. handbrake, yep. And uh, that would probably be good for doing those edges on that screen as well. Absolutely. They make Absolutely. them with the vice grip type 
Yeah, it yeah. looks like a pair yeah. of pliers, but it has two flat. It's like a hammerhead shark. Yeah. Yeah. Two flat pieces that are made to you know do right ang- or bends on aluminum. I imagine that tool would probably work pretty good for that. Yeah, I would say. I would say so. But and if you don't, you know, if you don't want to spend, I don't know what a handbrake is, but maybe eight, ten, twelve bucks or whatever. Find a buddy of yours who's a contractor, and chances are good that he'll have a handbrake, or find someone that does siding, and uh, they're easy to find. Or don't be cheap and go to Home Depot and buy a little set of handbrake tools, right, right. and you can share it with your or if club. If you're near a Harbor Freight, you can get one for like twelve cents. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can order them. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. From Harbor Freight, you can get them. They won't yep. do online ordering. They won't. They send me a magazine every. Well, well that's yeah. okay because you could go to the link on our Amazon store at the bottom of our homepage and just buy it off of Amazon. Right. Well, there you go. And then we get like two cents if you buy a twelve-dollar item. <laughs> I remember. I remember buying stuff off of. Uh, uh, Harbor Freight online though I've done that. Well, before. I mean, when I when I punched in like I was yeah. gonna buy some shit online, they're like, no, we don't do you know we don't do no online cart. You have to go to a store. And I was like, well, fuck this. Huh. Well, there's been, not there's really been, not one near me at right, all. Right. Yeah, they've been opening stores left and right from what I've heard. The only one I know that's anywhere near us is uh, Greenbrook. Yep, anywhere on Route 22. On Route 22, yeah. There's yep. a there's a Saturn dealership there that I used to go to when I had a Saturn and get it serviced. Yep. So hey man, if you need a cheap drill press, that's the joint to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Harbor Freight. Table tabletop drill presses? Yep. Absolutely. The 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 place to go. And you know, a drill press goes a long way when it comes to home brewing. If it I, does and you know that you, if you're not a contractor and you're not doing shit every day with it, even a cheap one will last a long time. Right. You don't have to worry about burning the motor out. Right. But yep. well that's the whole secret with a lot of those cheap tools is that that, that they're once in a while type things. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we'll cut to our first commercial break because uh, all the guys are just winding down. We'll uh, get into some beer and then uh, we'll be right back. We'll talk a little bit more about DIY, some hop spiders, and uh, Danny just built one. I think he might chime in later too. So we'll be right back, guys. Stick around. Final Gravity. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Hello, beer drinkers. Look at your peanuts. Now look at my peanuts. Now look at yours. Now back to mine. Sadly, your peanuts are not JB Gourmet Peanuts. Look down. Now look up. Where are you? You're at jbgourmetpeanuts.com. What's that in your hand? It's the original peanuts. Look down. Now look back up. It's the spicy. What's that in my hand? It's a 16-ounce jar of peanuts. Look again. They're gone. Look again. The refill bag has filled it back up. Now they're diamonds. Spicy, delicious, addictive diamonds. I'm on a horse. (laughs) Give them a call, man. Ask about their peanuts. 201-906-8777. Or visit their website, jbgourmetpeanuts.com. That's jbgourmetpeanuts.com. Hey guys, it's Jay. 
Just wanted to reach out and thank all of our listeners for supporting our show over the years. Keep it up, man. Don't forget to go to our homepage and click on those links for the AHA and BYO. Helps you out, and it helps us out as well. If you think there's nothing better than a look of polished stainless and copper, if you're not sure that six tap handles is going to be enough in your chest freezer, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to Final Gravity. that band uh, next Friday I'm going to see Seven Dust fuck you <laughs> uh, no I can't I 20 can't. bucks I got your ticket <clears throat> where's it at Croc Rock I'll see what's up I'll let you know Monday alright um, if you want to go I, I got you 
It's been hell lately. Well, not hell, but it's been tough. Lately. I hear. Well, hey, I hear you got two kids, one more on the way, right? The wifey works till about eight o'clock, so um, I have the kids all afternoon, which is. They're probably not gonna go on. They probably won't go on till nine thirty, ten o'clock. All right. Uh, Lacuna Coil is opening, which is pretty cool. They're, yeah, they're a female-fronted Italian metal band. Like, before there was Evanescence, there was Lacuna Coil. So I'm kind of psyched to see them. Because, yeah, they should be good. Yeah. Should be. Are we talking show. like Elizabeth, New Jersey Italian, or like really from Italy? No, really from Italy. Okay. I actually had to... Uh, I heard them on satellite radio years and years and years ago, going back 12 years ago. And I actually had to order their CD from Italy because it wasn't available in the States yet. There was uh, some kind of TV show about metal, and they were on showing them. I don't. They didn't play them too often. I don't know them too well, but they were on, and they said their name. So yeah, they're pretty good. They're, they're pretty good. They're well known, I think, well, yep. according to that show, anyway. <laughs> so getting back to this, um, the the screen, the hop screen. There's guys that make the turtle. Have you ever seen the turtle? I have not. It's on the dip tube, the big, huge, flat screen. Huh. You're, you're, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I know what you're talking about. Sort of looks about. like a turtle. Yep, I know what, okay. it. It looks right um, it's, it's spherical and it. It's like a round square, like a pillow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it that that actually is supposed to work well too, and I haven't tried that yet. So my next venture is going to see how to make one of those because I got all kinds of time on my hand. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna order from McMaster Car some stainless steel mesh. So if the club, you know, I'm going to put that out there on the show. If the club wants to get some, I can get a roll of it for some, you know. Yeah, it's pretty expensive to buy some. small I'm, bits of it, but if you get a whole roll, it starts to get it, reasonable. It's worth it for the whole roll, and yeah. if anyone wants it, then... Uh, I know, may have some, it. actually. Let me check at home, because we were... When I first started, we were actually trying to do a brew-in-a-bag kind of thing before yeah. I figured it out. My kettle is too narrow and tall, but we actually took some of that stainless steel screen to try and make a big filter just to mash and then pull it all out yeah you know the bag so works i may have fine, a roll of it somewhere but uh there's a guy like blickman not blickman but there's a guy that makes a stainless steel tube it's a hop spider and it's stainless steel coupling stainless steel tube stainless steel rebar and it just all goes straight down to the bottom of the kettle and it's you know big huge tube and it's just stiff it just goes right down that that sounds cool and and the reason i think i would like something like that is because and I, I don't know. I was going to ask you about this before. I know that you use a counterflow chiller, but I guess a hop spider really isn't conducive to a, a work um, an immersion uh, chiller, immersion right? Chiller, right. Well, you could take the hop out. You could. Well, actually, you could put the hop. You could take the hop spider out. Put your chiller in. And put the hop spider back. And put it back in for like if you wanted to do whirlpool hops or whatever. Right. And it still didn't interfere with your. Correct. Okay. Right. Yeah, because I guess the legs are far enough apart that. You're not gonna. Yeah. You may need to fudge with it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, but that that sil- that cone, I think it sells for like 200 bucks. That stainless steel column. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Well, stainless isn't cheap, but yeah, I, I was thinking of doing something like that too. I was, when you said hop spider, I was thinking of trying to design sort of a kettle within a kettle, if you will. You know, it'd be cool. Like it, a perfed kettle. If well, you took like that a perf- stainless a perfed cone. You can get that from a restaurant store. Yeah, exactly. It's called, a, it's called a chinois. Yeah. You know what would be cool? I've got an enormous one that I bought specifically kind of like for that whole idea. It's basically so, the, yeah. a really awesome colander. I wonder of. if that would yeah, work. Yeah, only cone-shaped. You know what would be yeah. cool is if, if you that felt like work. if you that wanted, might work, yeah. If, if you wanted to brew with your 
immersion chiller in the mm. whole time you're boiling is to connect something to your immersion chiller. So when you put it in, you already have that cone, that, that thing inside. Yep. And it's just one piece. You take your chiller out, put it back in. Just leave the chiller in for the whole boil. Right. Warren, you know you're letting the money out on the internet here. I am. Yeah, all your, all your ideas. All, yeah, I can, I can hear the money getting sucked out of the room. <laughs> yeah, all, all your money just is walking out of the room. <laughs> Stop giving away all See, your ideas. What an honest guy he is. He just he just gives away these great ideas. Oh, you're a nice guy, Warren. Well, I haven't given them all away. I still got a bag of tricks. I hope so. Good. <clears throat> I can't wait to support Warren Enterprises Limited PLC Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> Look for me soon. It's going to be the Homebrew University. Nice. Cool. You ship to Puerto Rico when I get there? I will. Excellent. I will for you, my friend. Oh, yeah, and I'll tell our listeners. Uh, I know a couple listeners asked a while back about what I was vaping and stuff like that. So for any of our friends that are doing uh, the electronic cigarettes, I will be selling uh, e-cigarettes and juice very soon. So look on Facebook for Juice Face Vapor. That's going to be me. Nice. That will be coming soon. Here's Lacuna Coil. And they're hot, too, aren't they? I think she is pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said they were Italian, so... You got long legs with fishnet stockings. Oh, damn. Hairy armpits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not French. Mustaches. <laughs> she, she probably likes the shocker. <laughs> uh, why, why do Italian boys like to wear mustaches? <laughs> Because they want to look like their moms. <laughs> oh, no. That's bad. We just lost the whole Italian uh, listeners out there. That's bad. I thought for, you were going to go another way with uh, that. For, for what it's worth, I'm half Italian, so. Okay. And looks like... Uh, Northern or Southern? <laughs> uh, Sicilian. Uh, oh, my goodness. So you're like part African. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some time ago. Yep. <laughs> Danny was looks like he's making a hop spider. Did you see that? It looks like the top of. Uh, I'm trying to f- put my hands around it. I didn't see the pictures, but I read that he was doing it. I think it's like the top of one of his sankeys. Is it really? And he welded some tabs on it or something. But I'm gonna hmm. see if I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to see if he's in the chat to chime in because the top of a sankey, the opening is only yeah, it's like you know, what, two inches. inch and a half, maybe two inch. Yeah, it's like it's- that. Oh, maybe smaller. Probably yeah. smaller. You got a so ball guess, in there and all that. I guess yeah. for pellets that would work, but I can't imagine whole leaf being a lot of fun. <laughs> one get, in there, get in there. Put <laughs> your finger, you know. The so, little shocker. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have the to... The spider shocker. The hop shocker. We'll have to see if he can chime in about that a little bit. Tell him to call in if he's listening, man. Call in. Yeah, or yeah, somebody's got to call in. We well, I haven't to... seen him in the chat, so I don't we, know. Yeah, it looks like... And it's, there's five, one, two, three, and yeah, there's a couple people in there. Dan's in there and a few more. Um, well, two two of the people in the chat are sitting in the room here, so. Oh, okay. So we have one listener. <laughs> Swing town, Dan. <laughs> yeah, this was a last-minute throw-together show, and it, it will be a condensed show tonight because the weather's getting nasty, so we might just drink beer and jam, but. <laughs> I think Eric the Red's going to make an appearance tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think he's on Ooh. his way. Very cool. Very. You sound very manly. Uh, I was gonna warm. comment. You know, on it's that. it's funny. It's funny because on the way here, I was doing my uh, mm-hmm voice, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a caller now. French Someone's calling in now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like those French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this brew beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, sounding quite manly in there. Yeah, it's got a frog in my throat. <laughs> 
more like a hop in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Forrest, have you ever done any kind of hop spider type of device? Um, not really. I did a like a spice immersion doodad out of the uh, stainless mesh uh, for BYO a while back, and I did a what the hell are those things called? Like a Oh, shit, it's been like four years now. It's hard to remember all the crap. Um, it's been four years since you last brewed? <laughs> no, it's been four years since I wrote the article I was thinking about. You write? Huh? You write? Yeah, I write occasionally. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah. For <laughs> what magazine do you write for? Uh, Brewer Monthly. Nah, Brewer Own. Oh, BYO. Yeah. Oh, Zimmergy, that's a great magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... You need a... I don't have the uh, the uh, MS in brewing you need for Zymergy, unfortunately. <laughs> you need an MS in brewing to write for Zymergy? Uh, it just seems like every one of their articles is like a case study in you know, <laughs> biological analysis of yeast or some shit. I don't know. Sounds like our last show. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> Does Mike Dakak work for them? <laughs> well, it's just but like I'm sure funny, he can like, write for them soon. Right? When I get Zymergy, I'm always like, oh, cool. And I look at it, I'm like, ah, oh, science. And then like I get I get BY I get BY I could build that. <laughs> Brewing for dummies. Well, yeah. it's just like it's accessible, you know, and I really like the academic stuff, but I don't ever do any of that stuff. It's yeah. neat to read it, it's good reference, but Yeah, we all we practical. all went to school already. It's like that and that's I guess why I don't go over the top with like the water chemistry and stuff like that, because it's if I figure if I'm making quaffable beers, do I really need to worry about it? No. And some guys are really, you know, into that, and that's fine. Well, it really depends. I mean, if if it's just for you and, you know, just kind of homebrewing, it probably doesn't matter all that much unless you really have shitty water. But, uh, you know, if, you, if you're going to make a go of it as trying to go pro, then it may make a little bit more of a difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're going pro, then you, need, you definitely need to know that kind of information. Yeah. Well, it's good to be aware of it and understand it, but oh, sure. I'm not trying to control every possible variable because, right. for one thing, it's impossible. But I don't know. Just it's supposed to be fun, and for me, that's not fun when it gets down to stat keeping and. Um, you oh, know, I I, I brew by the seat of my pants. I tell you. You know that the pH. <laughs> we the, should write that book, <laughs> Brewing by the Seat of Your Pants, or How Not to Give a Damn While Making Good Beer. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I like that title. There's a project. How not to give a damn while making good beer. One, open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the dick in a box instructions. Oh. Step one, cut Eric a hole in a box. <laughs> Eric the Red is here. Eric the Red shows up. Hey, guys. What's up, dude? What's up, Eric? Better late than never. Hey, listen. Mr. Come Late. <laughs> Johnny, come late. Have a seat. Nice. All right, we got uh, Eric the Red in the studio. That's pretty sweet. So I guess I'm trying to think of some other components you could use um, for like a hop spider build. Um, I've seen the most common ones I've seen are similar to the one you did with the the threaded rod and the PVC. Right. Trying to think um, because I want to build a metal one somehow. I'm just trying to figure out how I can. What color to use. That's the only because these, this is actually this is zinc. This is um, I'm sure you could find stainless steel all thread, but it's, yeah, but that doesn't sit in the kettle, no, so I don't no. think I don't think the bolts really matter a whole whole lot. I mean, yeah. eventually they might rust a little bit, but I don't know about you guys, but I like to roll the dice and go with brass, just see what happens. <laughs> so far, so good. I mean, you know, 
I've still got most of my mental faculties. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, to talk about chemistry, brass is a mix of uh, copper and zinc, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I believe so. Yeah, brass fittings are uh, stuff that you don't want to use in your beer. Oh, shit. Sure. Now i got to take a look at my kettles now. <laughs> It's I know a, I know what the output valve is on my uh, on my mash tun. If it's so. a cool side and you're using you're using brass, if it's cool side, you're you're probably pretty much okay. But if you're boiling with brass, and oh, it's not boiling, but it's it's mash temperatures. Yeah, it's 150. Yeah. So you're not going to leach anything out, I don't think. Oh, see now yeah. I was I was going to design a brass wort chiller. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> What's that green thing in your? Uh... I figured I'd start with lead. <laughs> nice patina going on all right now i remember the name of that thing hop i built a hop back only for the during the um transfer from the kettle uh phase so and i built it almost french press style there was a mesh screen on top you put the hops in the bottom the beer flows in through the bottom up through the hops and then out uh it was in byo a couple three four years ago nice. the hop back right straight out of it, the kettle it was, right it was a hop back it was just it, normally it flows down into the hops and out this was up through the hops and that way it was easier to clean up, and there's no way you could get any hops in the line because the there was a stainless screen holding it down, almost like a false bottom. Okay. In fact, I used a false bottom. It was a false top. Kind of, but yeah, depending on how much hops you had, it was <laughs> it would keep it below a certain level, and that way you couldn't uh, the hop every bit of beer that went through had to hit the hops, and there's you know no way around it, and you couldn't get any hops in the line. So it was it was kind of cool, different approach, but. Is that made with a whole house filter casing? No, I actually made it out of a. Uh, I think it was a 10-quart pot. Hmm. And just put two, like, uh, I drilled two, like ports. an inlet and an outlet, two ports. And uh, I'm trying to remember. You guys can look it up. I think it's online on BYO under the under the projects. It build, it's build a hot back or French press style hot back. Let me look it up real quick. I got a little laptop here. I'll give nice. you a key on that. So did you actually have to push down on the hops to squeeze them? You know, that's the thing. I don't believe so because um, the... Uh, on the port, on the inlet side, there was a, a, a bit of a, either part of a valve or something that held it down. So you could kind of sneak it in, kind of catty corner, and that would would hold it down so that, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't lift up and let cool. the hops out. Cool. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, I, oh, we have a French press at home, and I often thought of just loading it up with hops and filling right, right. it up with beer and pressing the crap right, out of it and pouring it in kind of what, That's kind of what inspired me, because I, you know... I really, that's idea. my favorite way to do coffee. So yeah. I was sitting around thinking about, well, how do you know? How do you do a hot back? What's a little bit different? And I was like, huh. Well, I got this screen here, and it kind of looks like a French press. So right. maybe I could do that, and it, it worked pretty well. Now you got me thinking. You know those apple presses that you get with the with the bladders? Fill the thing up like, like two 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 gallon, three gallon bucket. Fill it a hole up like when I go and harvest my hops. Fill it up with fresh hops, and then just, as you're draining your beer, you put your beer in that whole thing and just press. Push it all the way down and just Ooh, put it back into. That's it. an interesting idea. Holy God, that would be hoppy. It'd be like one big <laughs> hop drink. It'll be like a quadruple IPA all in one glass. <laughs> <I'm> seeing stars. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. No, that's extreme, right? That's fits right in with the U.S. brewing. It's totally yep. extreme. Jay, is the mic on? Oh, sorry, Eric. Hold on. Try it now. Check one, two, one, two. There we go. Hey, Elwood. Hey guys, how are you? Good. How Sorry, you doing? I, long I, time. Great. No, hey, listen. Thanks um, for coming. Long time no see. I'm so glad to be invited back and happy to be back. Thank you, guys. Oh, no problem. No um, problem. I was just curious, at what time or what part of the process did you do this with the hops and the beer? Did you do it post uh, during fermentation with the hop back when you did that? 
Well, it was uh, right after um, the uh, boil's done. And oh. it's still kind of, you know, it's still warm. I At ran that, that through there first and then into the um, a plate chiller. So it was really hot through the hops and then right into the plate chiller. Was and there... you can put it anywhere. I mean, you, you didn't have to do it that way. It's just I, I kind of tested it that way. And it's pretty intense when they're when it's still hot. When, when it's hot, it's supposed to extract more oils anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of like what the torpedo does, it's right? It's more resiny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would that cause a problem with any, I guess it wouldn't, I don't know, hot side aeration or hot side... Like oxidation at that point, um, you know, because I, I I'm always do, paranoid do, at that point. You like, definitely get more. You do get more air contact that way, and I, you know, I don't know if I've never really had. I, I'm screwed now because I'm gonna say it, I've never had this happen, but I've never had a hot side aeration problem, and I've never been terribly careful. Uh, so I don't know if I'm just lucky or maybe I can't taste whatever's going wrong with that. Because some people can and can't taste different things, and I don't know. I've never had a problem with it, so what I, yeah, I'm wh- trying to remember in my process if I ever had a if I ever did hot air side aeration. But thinking about what I do, which doesn't have anything to do with a hot bag, it's just I'll cool first and then I actually aerate just by pouring well, yeah. right out into the bottom. Right, but, but we're talking yeah. about we're talking well, about moving all of the beer, yeah, talking about the moving hot, all yeah. the beer while it's hot through something and aerating it. No, it's a good point. It's a good mm-hmm. point. Um, are some these, people are not going to want to do that. I understand. Are these whole leaf hops that you're talking Absolutely, about? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the whole leaf hops are they straight out of the bag? These are unused. Straight out of the yep. vacuum sealed bag. So Absolutely. They're, they're hermetically sealed, so they're pretty much contaminant free. Pretty much on that side. Yeah. Mm. Plus it's still hot. I mean the beer's still, still hot. hot. Well, I mean it's not like we're talking mm. about. Well, as soon as you drop, I think as soon as you drop from like 212 to 200, and from 200 to 190, infection can happen like that. You can have any kind of airborne infection get into your beer at that level. At 212, for some reason, at 200 and 212, it's less likely to happen. But at like below 200, you can have an infection occur. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I've ever had. I know I've had infected beers before, but I don't know if I've ever had hot side aeration or infection due to transferring from kettle to to carboy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. This is adding a step that you may not want to do. Right. I mean, if you're a really careful brewer, you're probably gonna just not do it. Right. You probably just uh, dry hop the hell out of it somewhere else, maybe. Right. But I'm, I'm, I tried it a couple times and didn't have a problem, so I don't know if it's maybe the preservative nature of the hops or who knows. Yeah. I don't know what, or maybe you know, high. high I think hot side, aer- yeah. hot side aeration is a fucking. Is that's a bullshit. That's what I, I, was, know, I think it's definitely true. It's just I think out of I, I think context. you're right on. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. I think what yeah. happens with hot side aeration is that it, in volumes is going to happen because you're not going to get rid of 300 gallons of beer overnight. Five gallons of beer you'll get rid of in a month, less if you're lucky with homebrew. Well, I don't know how much like if there is such you know if there is the fact of hot side aeration. I don't know how much it really plays into uh, the level that we're doing it. Yeah, at, homebrew maybe. level. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. It might be more of an extreme level where it might be more pronounced um, effect, but I thought I did it once or twice, and I didn't have a choice for whatever reason. I can't remember the exact uh, issues, but I don't remember having any off flavors because of what I thought was a you know hot side possible hot side aeration. So well, it the- may be at the higher, more extreme ends of you know. Uh, uh, extreme levels. Of the brewing yeah, I found levels. the article. I just posted it in the chat. Oh, cool. It's, oh, no, nice. it's actually November 2007. So. Oh, so that's not too far ago. 
Yeah, well, six two, years. Six. <laughs> I was a little foggy on the details, but yeah. I posted the link and there's pictures in there. As you can well, see what five, it looks like. Five and change, but still, let's. Damn, you got a, You got a good memory. Six years ago, huh? <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's take our second break and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, I, I need, I need a beer. beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need to plow our memories into uh, Never Never Land. Yeah. <laughs> this is Owen Tate. When I'm not sucking the cream filling out of Twinkies, I dream about showering in beer with the guys from Final Gravity Podcast. It's JW. I'm from the Shipping in Milford, New Jersey, and you're listening to the Final Gravity Podcast. I gotta find some dumb hot chicks to interview. <laughs> so, what's your favorite beer? <laughs> awesome! Oh, we love it! Oh, what was your favorite beer? Ah, another intelligent discussion about beer. So what do you taste in that beer you're drinking? Really nasty, that kind of what kind of beer are you drinking, first of all? Well apparently what I have right now is the copper dark ale. I'm be honest with you. It's not my kind of beer, but right now it's my kind of beer. Uh, Jim, what do you like about the beer you're drinking there? Uh, this, uh, this beer right here, the best part about this beer um, so far is the fact that it's very wet. Uh, it also has uh, carbonation to it, so there's a plethora of bubbles. Um, I like the wetness, I like the bubbles, and uh, I like the fact that when I drink it, uh, the tastes are fantastic. What, what, what are some of the, the flavors you're getting out of that beer? Uh, well, definitely, I, I can taste, uh, I taste more of the wetness than anything. Um, and once again, the bubbles. So more or less the bubbles and the wetness is what I'm tasting at this point. How about you guys? What what, what was your favorite beers? Uh, Magic Hat Citrus Boy. Hey, this is Casey Kramer. I'm from Riverhorse Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Final Gravity Podcast. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns, exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Custom Graphics, located at 117 Washington Street, Newton, New Jersey, is your only source for signs, lettering, and large format vehicle wraps. Give them a call, 973-335-8141, or visit them on the web, customgraphicsnj.com. Custom Graphics, your source for everything lettering and large-scale printing. CustomGraphicsNJ.com. That's CustomGraphicsNJ.com. 
yourself around Jerk it off Tongue kissing the ground Churn it out Deprivation love Burning out I love that Flanders Red. That's correct. It's such a good beer. Love. We didn't even come. No, you were coming back on the air. It's like we're just sitting there. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Shooting I've been, the shit. I've been. I've been fucking with you guys tonight, not having our normal uh, lead-in music. Just, <laughs> I wanted to break it up a little bit, do something a little bit different. 
Um, so the 16th is going to be a good show. Saturday, February 16th, we're going to have uh, our new sponsor will be on the show, nice. the kegging part. And uh, he's going to come on and he's going to talk to us a little bit about cask conditioning. So that should be an exciting show. I'm looking forward to that oh, one. Oh, nice. Yes. Yep. And then we still have uh, Wayne Milford of Two Rib Brewing. He spent some time at Dogfish Head. That's going to um, be the whole show? Not, not the 16th. He's no, he's, he, he's going to come back, though. He canceled. And uh, also the guy from Monday Night Brewing canceled as well. So we, we're going to get them back on. We're going to reschedule. And we got a bunch of stuff uh, down the pike. I'm still working on trying to get Wirebacher. I'd love to get them on the show. You got uh, speaking of Wirebacher, this is the uh, double Simcoe that we're uh, drinking right now. Very oh, resiny. Yeah. Nice. Jay, I bet you we could do a remote from there. They're pretty cool. Uh, Natalie, yeah. Natalie, uh, have you tried to contact her, Natalie? At Wirebacher? Yeah. Uh, don't know. I gave don't her, know. I, yeah. gave, I think that's one of the cards I gave. Yeah, I left a message with Chris. The head brewer, so hopefully... Uh, It'd be really cool if we At did. least he was the head brewer. I don't know, because I know they just did a huge expansion, so... I still think he's still around. I think so. It'd be cool if we can get a trip down there for the club. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I did the, the the tour there one day, Meg and I did, and it was a lot of fun, and they were really accessible down there as people there, so anybody listening is within, I don't know, 150, 200 miles of the Weyerbacher, you got to go down there. Where are they located? Uh, Easton. Oh shit! Eastern so, Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah, they're right here. <laughs> yeah, so, so basically, it's, it's about a half hour from my house. Why the hell have I not been Just there? Just about every Saturday, they, they do tours for you know two or three hours, and they do one like every thirty minutes or something like that. Oh, cool. And then you go into the tasting room, and you can actually hang out and. You don't have to leave. It's great. Like that, you can you can get the first tour and then just hang out in the tasting room until they they kick you out. Nice. You don't have to go cool. home, but you can stay here, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's really sad, dude. We used to go to uh, go down there and do the tastings <coughs> until they kicked us out, and then we'd go hang out with the you know the actual the brewers and stuff at Witch's Brew, which the guy we had on that owns Porter's, his girlfriend used to own. I believe that's what he was telling us. So it was kind of a neat full circle moment when I was telling him about that. He was like, Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, my girlfriend owns it. Like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> unfortunately, it's since shut down. But um, yeah, so Easton, we'll have to do the Easton tour one night, knowing oh, yeah. knowing that we there. can do. Why? Oh, the beer scene in Easton is getting huge. What you was got, the, what's yeah. the name of the? He opened that new one. That's what he was talking about. Black and the, blue. Black and blue. The, is the Belgian, the Belgian bar. bar. Yeah, it's awesome. In Easton. Yeah. Yeah. So Porter's is oh, like fuck. Porter's is a badass bar. Everyone loves it. And then. Right across the street and down the block a bit is Black and Blue. Yep. Same same owner. And the then guy we have Two the Rivers, show. Two Rivers, who we're gonna have on the show soon. That's a new brew pub opening in Easton. They don't actually, they haven't poured their own yet. Uh, they're right. still still uh, working on finishing up their first batch. But uh, I haven't hung out in Easton in a couple of years, so uh, it we're gonna have like to do an Easton really, tour. Yeah. yeah, we gotta do we gotta do that. Hey, I what? know that I know that River Horse is moving. Are they really? Yeah, they, yeah, they're moving down to Ewing. Oh, okay. Getting a, a, a much bigger facility. Yeah, those guys are really expanding now. I see yeah. them in so many more stores, and they've got. So it looks like a couple. Is of it beers. true that AB in Newark is closing? I don't know. I w- that would be crazy because that's a big facility. Yeah, uh, there's some rumor going around with that. Wow. Well, it that's depends. the only good part about going to the airport. So if you go in the, like when they're adding the hops time, you can actually smell it. Or when they're adding <laughs> the grains. Yeah, yeah, it smells good. good. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, amazing there for are Newark. Hawks. We believe it. <laughs> That's yeah, true. It's amazing for Newark, too. Yeah, yeah, something you, smells good in Newark. Yeah, if you can smell anything other than shit in Newark, right. you're doing okay. Yeah, that, that beer they brew with that Passaic River water, it's fabulous. It's a, 
All they do is add a little hops to it, and it's a porter. <laughs> I was going to say... They triple hop that shit. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I Can't bet you tell. 75% of that factory is water filtration, if they're getting it local. Yeah, really. Yeah, I would out hope the, so. Out of the Passaic, yeah, I'm does sure. This, does this filter out old dead mob bosses? <laughs> we call it the Hoffa brew. I was going to say, it's the Hoffa pre-filter. That's right. <laughs> it's not a hop back, it's a Hoffa. It's a Hoffa right. back. Oh. The Hoffa. The Hoffa back beer. Give me the Hoffa. You got the Hoffa? So I, I've... Um, couple of new things I've been doing. I'm, I'm building a mini bike because I'm going to start racing mini bikes. Nice. My buddy Chris got me involved in that. How the hell are you going to fit on a mini bike with those long fucking legs exactly. Ears, dude? Exa- exactly. Is that, well, like, is that like the Shriners Parade kind of thing? Pretty much. Well, it's actually the one I'm getting is the one I have is a, is a midsize. So it's, it's not a mini mini like he has a 50. So your knees won't be up your nostrils then. Exactly. I'll, <laughs> I actually can fit on it. So, so, uh, so like the regular mini would look normal with me? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, it looks like not, you're you're running a two two eighty or something. Yeah, maybe maybe not quite normal, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's fun to watch a bunch of grown dudes on little tiny bikes. But well, so th- I watched you try and fold yourself into my MG. That was that was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. just reminds me of a fat man in a little coat. What are you saying? There? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a mini bike, man. They're the best. Yep. And the other the thing best. I've been doing lately is I bought like three more, four, four more bird feeders. I've been bird watching. Any good ones? Good stuff, man. You're, you sure you're not gay? No. So see, Jay, now you need to upgrade. <laughs> not your, that there's uh, anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, if it was in Britain, bird watching takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Glory hole. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, you missed the porn section. That was at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, we were supposed to get away from this shit, right? <laughs> yeah. That was the saying, Jay. Now, if you're going to get into bird watching, you need to upgrade your lens. I actually got my wife a zoom lens for Christmas. Oh, very nice. Very oh, nice. That's yep. why he's I'll, looking at birds. I'll show you guys some pictures later. I got some. Uh, I don't even know what kind of birds they are. That's the best part about it. I'm <laughs> uneducated as far as birds, but I got them all over my yard. Do you have uh, any pileated woodpeckers? I know we do have a couple woodpeckers, yeah. yeah. Yep. Little yellow belly Yahoo. Yellow belly Yahoo. Yep. I don't know Yahoo. what all of them are, the but tufted titmouse. I figure I'll uh, I'll learn <laughs> nice all that tips. as time goes by. <laughs> tufted titmouse and a red-breasted woodpecker. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well. Speckle-breasted hoe. You know, I heard the other day on the radio, cats are responsible. Oh, right, I saw that. <laughs> for extincting 33 species of birds. Wow. Are you serious? House yeah, the, cats. The, the yep. domestic house cat kills like 12 billion small mammals per year in, in America. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Really? It's just people's yeah. cats going out and wrecking shit in That's the yard. That's awesome. Yeah, between house cats and feral cats, yeah, they've extincted 33 species of animals. <laughs> wow. No you know, yeah, why. listen, you know what I think? It wasn't DDT hey, that hey, killed hey, the let, bald eagle. Let's not blame the cats. We need to get evolution going on these goddamn slow birds. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, right. If you can't get away from the cat, you're not meant to. It's not the cats right. that kill, it's the people that own them. A thousand years from now, there'll be a big-ass bird that eats cats. <laughs> you know, we'll be, like, dead, but there's a, be this evolutionary bird that, like... There better not be Actually, a... actually they're, they're around. They're called owls. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Owl, actually, hawks, too. I mean, some of the bigger hawks... Yeah, they'll carry off if babies. If they're hungry enough. I hear that cat control is up there with gun control with the government. Well, yeah. I was, I was going to say, yeah, Warren's making the uh, guns don't kill people, bullets kill people argument, which is actually true. Oh, I know. Yep. Well, right. no, cats, cats don't kill people. People kill cat. No, wait, never mind. <laughs> wow. Fool me once. People don't kill cats. My neighbor does. That's right. 
All right, so let's talk about brewing for at least another 15 minutes. We'll wrap it up early tonight. We're going to do a condensed show, and uh, we're looking forward to a nice, big, fat show on the 16th. We're going to do cask conditioning, and that's going to be a great show. Is there anything in this room anybody made that really helps them out? Like, when I made this hop spider, it really alleviated some pain that I was going through with my system. For me, the uh, inline um, thermometer... So I can see what the outlet temperature on my plate chiller is. Did that you, is the like the most helpful thing I've ever made. Did you go out and buy a twenty-five dollar thermometer, or did no, you go, I made it. You made it with a stainless steel pipe and a little sticky. Uh, yeah, thermometer. exactly, yeah. exactly. Tubing, whatever stainless steel three. How tubing. accurate is it? Is it pretty accurate? It's well, you Within know, I've, I've never two, actually or? measured like how accurate the sticker is compared to whatever, but. Mm. It reacts so quickly. Yeah. I mean, it reacts within half a second. It's right. You can see it change. I can actually, because I always do immersion chiller, like pre-chill, and then I run it through the plate chiller, and I'll hook up the uh, thermometer or whatever you want to call it on that, and I can pull up the immersion chiller. Once it's kind of settled, you, know, you can pull it up, and you'll see the temperature change just from moving it like six inches. You can see it on the thermometer, and it takes half a second. Boom. It has changed. It's amazing. Yeah, I used mine for the first time. You today. did an article about that one too, right? I did, right. Okay, and then, cool. Yeah, I think that's, well, I'm not going to go into so it. So like 2002, <laughs> Zimmerjee. <Zimmer, laughs> <laughs> so Article 68. What, I think that was probably seven. 2008, yeah. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and post that on the site there too there for us. All right, I'll see if I can find They don't post all of them. I'll see if I can find it. All right. I think uh, I had sort of a home homemade bazooka screen in the bottom of my kettle that was awesome for a while. Um, and not not to say you shouldn't try it at least once, but it didn't work out. But I, I got stainless screen that you put on the end of a bong. No, on the end of, um, what the hell is it? Uh, dryer. Dryer vent? A uh, washer, the washer feed or whatever. Yeah, the, the stainless steel like thing that you buy it, like it rolls up. Yeah. Yeah. I well, if you unroll it, and but I, I took copper, two copper hangers, and put them like I took a T, a copper T, and then I put two pipe hangers in that T and used them to keep that stiff, sort of rigid. Yeah. Didn't work out so well. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, that only lasted in my kettle for about maybe two or three brews, and then it pretty much fell apart. So my advice with that is don't try to DIY that one. Just go and buy a bazooka screen if that's mm. the route you want to go. But one of the big helpful things was take the copper, where I used to have my copper feed in the kettle facing straight down. I turned it so it faces the sidewall. Away from the whirlpool. Huge difference. Because yeah. now when I whirlpool, all the tube sits in the middle, and the pickup tube, instead of facing straight down, closer to the tube pile, I have it bent back towards the outside wall of the kettle. Yeah. And yeah, I leave a little bit more beer behind, but... It's well worth it. Just brew a little bit more beer. Yeah, well worth it. Hmm. Okay, I found the project. It's actually December 2006. (laughs) Okay, there you go. (laughs) And uh, uh, I'm sure Warren's going to freak out, but I actually I built two of them. One of them I made out of brass fittings because I wanted to just. Can I go to the home, you know, Home Depot and make this? Yeah. And it totally. You can go get it with a you know pipe nipple and a couple of. Barb. Uh, you know, brass isn't going to be a problem on cold side. I don't it's think. not, right? Because, yeah, so. you, you know, you're looking at, you know, it's 90 degrees coming through the 100 degrees. not right. a big deal. Right. I also built one out of PVC. I got a clear PVC pipe nipple. I had to order that one. You can't go get that normally at the store. I got it from U.S. Plastics. 
And then I, I did find at Home Depot two um, hose barbs that were half inch that were also PVC, like a gray color. Yeah. And it yeah. worked the same. The, the reaction time is a little slower because it's not metal. Doesn't doesn't have the same specific heat, but it still works pretty well. We're, instead of half a second, it's like two seconds. I mean, it's still for home brewing, it's plenty fast enough to see the t- change. It's just not quite as dynamic. So you could build it either way and. Um, if you well, go to the brass whole, is definitely going to have a since it's mostly copper, it'll have a pretty oh quick it's so reaction. fast yeah. it's just the plastic and the plastic actually or the PVC actually reacts faster than I thought it would it's just not as fast as the metal well that makes sense by a couple of seconds but you know you had I had to order that piece and you know I, you, you can build it for like nine or ten bucks with shipping if you order the piece you can do it at Home Depot for about yeah. the same price with the brass um, or you could order now that um, there's so many more great homebrew supply places online that just specialize in hardware um you could probably do this you know 12 15 bucks stainless maybe 20 tops right, right. it's so worth it such a great tool i highly recommend it for everybody and literally like you get the tiny little um go to the pet store get the aquarium stick on thermometer that's what i got just make sure the range is appropriate for what you're trying to chill because they're not all quite the same yeah i got uh, hmm. three uh, an eight inch length of Three-eighths stainless steel tubing. Okay. And I put the sticker on there, the uh, adhesive sticker. Right. The, I used a half inch, and it was, like, a lot shorter, so I was more limited in what how many stickers there were. The shorter they are, you know, the less... The less you need. The less... Well, also, the it, you know, to get the shorter stickers, there's only a few, and they're not as precise as, you know, because you have a bigger scale, it can be more precise. But, again, we're talking about home. It's not... Well, you critical. only need to be in a certain range, below 77, between 75 and 65, so... If you can get that in a small sticker, I'd highly recommend because having the 8-inch piece of silver or stainless steel doesn't wrap – I can't wrap my hose real easily with that 8-inch piece. You know what I'm saying? When, right. when I'm done, when I want to store it away, it kind of sticks out. So, oh, right. So you can't bend that, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Right. Well, I just always pull mine out and clean it and throw it back in the bin. Mine's just to poke it in the hose at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So many jokes earlier I let go when you were talking about uh, two nuts in a bag, <laughs> dipped the bag in it, and I just let it. I let it go because I didn't want you. You were on such right. a good roll. I didn't want to sort of like tea bag the <laughs> right. Yeah. You could just dip your bag in there, make sure it's good and hot. <laughs> nice. Yeah, not put your hose away. Can't put your hose away because it's sticking out. You know how it sticks out? Kind of rigid. Yeah. Yeah. Where, that one part. Yeah, hey, question that is, where all where are all the hose? <laughs> in, in my bucket nice and again tonight my chat is not refreshing so i can't see anything that's going on in the chat which actually is probably i'm better you probably speak spanish what does that say I think that's, no i don't speak spanish i think that's, I think I just that's uh, somebody speaks spanish i'm pretty sure that's portuguese uh, uh, well then that, that doesn't help either como ganhar um americana what does that mean no idea uh, i failed portuguese? spanish yeah como Como Gunhar or Ganhar. Yeah, it looks like a Brazil- Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. The only thing I uh, know in Spanish is uh, Puedo Afelor Melapes <laughs> and Corto, Corto de Baño. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know where the bathroom is. <laughs> how, to, how to win an American? I am Brazilian and to order one. <laughs> Good one. 
Okay. Uh, We're yes. for sale online. Thanks, you know. Farside. <laughs> so, fun with Babelfish. We have somebody Brazilian in the chat. Is that what's going on? Apparentemente. Uh, nice. We have someone who's getting a Brazilian in the chat. <laughs> awesome. Yow. Send pictures. Como se dice landing strip? <laughs> nice. Landing strip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Hey, Wise, as we're talking about hop spiders, we know that you just built one, and I know you're in this chat room. Why don't you chime in here a little bit? I just made mine with the three and a half inch PVC. You had a four inch, I think? Yeah. Yep. Three and a half inch. Yeah, mine's four inches. Um, Yours is only three and a half inches. That's right, baby. Went Rigid. very smoothly. I can't wait to use it. Um, I just got to get the mesh baggy. Uh, I have that at Appropriate home mesh you. bag, and it's all ready to go. I Measured it up. Looks good. I used the airplane nuts. Ground down the ends of the uh, screws. So yeah. they're nice and smooth. If you guys need any grinding, I got to help you guys out. That's a good idea, come to think of it. If you're cutting threaded rod, you definitely want to file down the ends. Mm-hmm. If, you know, yep. Especially you know, if, if you happen to be in a hurry cleaning up your shit, definitely file those ends down. Or you can get those little uh, rubber caps, maybe. Yeah, a little cap put them over the ends because if you cut threaded rod it can tend to be a little sharp on the end oh, so yeah, that's a good idea that's a good thought eric yeah those little burrs and stuff i saw you know yep actually i was just looking at the uh the burrs. pvc collar yeah i was thinking at mm. first i was like damn did he tap that pvc that's fucking balls right there that'd be awesome you can tap it that way you wouldn't need the oh uh, yeah 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 I mean, it's not gonna, never going to be perfectly tight, especially with plastic, but that'd be kind of cool. What do you mean? Oh, tap, yeah, tap screw the right holes? Into it. Put some threads into it. You can, but I think that what I think you the metal's going to metal's going to wreck the uh, threads in the, think in it, the PVC. If the metal, yeah. if yeah. the metal gets hot, it might just... Yeah, when you bolt it together, yeah. like, those hops in the middle, when you pull that out, they're heavy. Yeah, they are heavy, you know? man. So, heavy. like, you're holding it by the metal... Um, screw thing. Uh, you'll pull the thread. You'll pull that. Th- that thread might just easily uh, with the heat and everything might just want to wiggle right out. Well, the the other thing is I know this from even not plastic, but from other things where I've tried to put studs in where bolts had gone, and mm. and, and uh, unless you get it tight enough, you know, a threaded plus a a, a lock nut sometimes doesn't quite keep exactly. it tight. You know, no. yeah. What could you use? We're talking about we're talking about studs and getting it tight ago, tight enough. Yeah. I'm just bringing that up. We're also up. talking about tapping it. And nuts. <laughs> tapping it with a I'm just saying. Nuts. I mean, are we all deprived or something here? What's going on? Hey, Jay, 46 Brewer wants to know if we're giving out Brazilians today instead of yeast. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Tell you what. You come on down, I'll give you one. Yep. <laughs> with his teeth. I got to roll, du- roll a duct tape. We got some duct no, tape, got some, some yeah, birthday we got candles. Up. We got some Gorilla tape. Where's, I'll rip that shit right off. Where's 46 Brewer from? And if he shows up to NHC, I got a big roll of duct tape and we will give him a brazilian how's that live on the air <laughs> make it look like a happy face in the after party street <laughs> the man of lantern yeah. <laughs> that's too funny yep so yeah 46 if you're going to nhc we'll hook up with you and uh we'll give you a brazilian for sure oh he says he might come yeah he says he's from virginia virginia mm. <clears throat> farside says hey three brazilians beats yeast Especially in that area. <laughs> True. And then Farside says Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. I don't think you'd want a yeast infection yeah. in that area. Yeah, you don't, want, you don't want yeast down in Virginia. <laughs> oh, you don't want sand in the Virginia. <laughs> right. We are deprived. Right. 
All right, so let's cut to our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk for a few more minutes, and we're going to wrap it up and drink beer. Sounds good to me. All right. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns, exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Hello, beer drinkers. Look at your peanuts. Now look at my peanuts. Now look at yours. Now back to mine. Sadly, your peanuts are not J.B. Gourmet peanuts. Look down. Now look up. Where are you? You're at jbgourmetpeanuts.com. What's that in your hand? It's the original peanuts. Look down. Now look back up. It's the spicy. What's that in my hand? It's a 16-ounce jar of peanuts. Look again. They're gone. Look again. The refill bag has filled it back up. Now they're diamonds. Spicy, delicious, addictive diamonds. I'm on a horse. Give them a call, man. Ask about their peanuts. 201-906-8777. Or visit their website, jbgourmetpeanuts.com. That's jbgourmetpeanuts.com. Hey, guys, it's Jay. Just wanted to reach out and thank all of our listeners for supporting our show over the years. Keep it up, man. Don't forget to go to our homepage and click on those links for the AHA and BYO. Helps you out, and it helps us out as well. If you think there's nothing better than the look of polished stainless and copper, if you're not sure that six tap handles is going to be enough in your chest freezer, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to Final Gravity.
I have to show all you guys later. I showed Chris earlier, but my mini bike, the graphics on it are all NJ Hop stickers I made into like a camo. Yeah, and, that was uh, the sticker I just held up. The shrouds on the side have a. Ma- I'll show you. It has a Magic Hat logo with the NJ Hops like cut into shape, so it looks almost like camouflage. It's uh, pretty it's cool. Nice. Yeah. So powered Jay, by beer. Did you make any headway in getting uh, multiple states done for the hops? I did not, and I apologize. I I really no, have I'm just to. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's something. <laughs> I, I got really, the one I want. So I don't give a fuck about anybody. It's just, something I really want to do, and I'd love to be able to have that for you, our listeners. Well, he was saying he wanted to do all the states. Ah. I, I do eventually, yeah. And then, like, you know, it'd be a really cool, nice, you know, yeah. mural. You can put it up idea. on the wall, man. Make, you know, yep. go where you've been. Yeah. I've been to this state. I had beer here. I had beer here. It's like, like the uh, patches you sew on your book bag when you've been yeah. all over uh, or Europe. Or the magnets you put on your fridge yeah. or, or the stickers you put on your camper. So I definitely need a PR hops then. I, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. You know what would be cool for NHC is getting the Liberty Bell just made of hops. Oh, really that would be idea. fucking awesome. I'll, I'll do it. Yes. I'll do it. <clears throat> That'd be awesome. Because we could have our sticker next to Liberty Bell. I'll do it. Perfect. We need, yeah. to, we, we need to have a... a like a display a not thing? On the, like a, a not on the air brainstorming yeah. session for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving away too many secrets here. Yeah. Fuck this. yeah. Somebody's going to have well, giant Liberty Bell stickers there. And they're going to be like, five bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, Warren. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make them up. Well, ours sure. is going to be bigger than theirs. That's right. Well, Wiseaz still hasn't said anything about his fucking hop spider, and I know he's on here. I saw him on here. Yeah, problem is, is he I, still I can't, on, or is I he? Can't see I mean, he was in the chat he just room. yeah, right there. He maybe some, a he said something pretty smart ass earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's in the middle of his uh, brewing. The fucker, he, he's brewing. No, tonight. you know what? I think <laughs> he is. He's having an underwear party or something, and a, and a brewing party. Yeah, he's having the. Uh, is he a pampered chef party? The Belgian double. He's brewing tonight. <laughs> no, it's like his old lady's having like an underwear party or something with the ladies inside, all the cackling hens, and all the dudes are outside brewing. And, He's so I was like, that's a good party, you know? Let the chicks do the chick thing, and you guys can all hang out and brew. And I then have the chick guy. Awesome. Like a Tupperware party? Yep. So I want to say <laughs> hello to, uh, I guess he's got his whole homebrewing club there. Say hello to Wiseass and his homebrewing club. Cheers, fellas. Uh, cheers. cheers. Salud, guys. Thanks <laughs> for listening while you're brewing. Hope, uh, hopefully the brewing is going well. So, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We figure we'll spend a few more minutes. I mean, you can't really do a whole entire show about a hop spider. So, uh We'll just kind of wrap it up. I think we should keep going on your idea, Warren, and like go around the room and things that made our brewing a little bit easier. Like one thing that we changed that helped our brewing. Right. I think that's that's cool. It's a good even, idea. Even if it's not like even if not your main, if you bought something like oh yeah, yeah. sure. Or even a process improvement. Yeah. It's or not process, even about yeah. yeah, just you figuring something out or. I made that uh, counterflow wort chiller and it worked great. And then I bought a plate chiller. Yeah, right. And um, it destroys. The I don't think I'm going back to a fucking yeah. counterflow. Oh, you bought a plate. <laughs> I bought a plate. I'll t- I had Do a the diesel. One. Do the diesel. I had a, a decent sized one, and then I got rid of it and got a smaller one, and that was kind of a mistake. Like, uh, yeah, you I, I really want I, more surface area. I have a chiller. I have a really small plate chiller, and I now I pre-chill with the immersion. So the next step is, fuck it, just go back to the bigger plate chiller because. My groundwater, you know, especially all of us around here right now, the groundwater is insane. Even through probably April, it's really cold. Yeah, yeah. So I got that. I had the original Chiron or whatever the hell it was, plate chiller, the one that wasn't the the expensive ass. It's a 24-inch one. Yeah, yeah. it's decent size. 
and one pass through that thing, the beer was coming out too cold right. to pitch. I had to wait for the beer. and the, you Slow the water down, I had put to the slow, beer up. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. It was before I built my thermometer, so I had no idea. And then I measured. I'm like, son of a bitch, it's like 60 <laughs> or 58. <laughs> what am I going to do? I had, I had to wait like four hours for the beer to warm up. You had to sit on it for an hour, yeah. Seriously. So yeah, it, having a really a, a decent plate chiller, it, it's worth spending 80 or 100 bucks because it'll save you – a shitload of water, a lot of time, the possibility of your hot side aeration or your your contamination, which is still somewhat unlikely, but now it's completely not even an issue, and you can pitch right away, right. nice and cool. You don't have any off That's flavors. That's probably one of the next things I'm thinking it's of doing. So because, fu- oh, and, and, and one so of the good. other reasons I'm also thinking of the future where I'm going to be doing the brewing in the tropics where the groundwater is not cold at all. So, you know, yeah, a, well, a decent-sized chiller is probably going to help. It does help, but that. you need a big temperature differential because it's still a type of counterflow. It's just a different setup. Yeah. So you may want to pre-chill, have a pre-chiller for the chilling water going the other side. That, that'll yeah, it may be one of those things where, where depending on how the setup goes, I may actually – that's one of those that. things where maybe you run the uh, run it run it through a, uh, a, a – an immersion chiller that's just in a bucket of ice water. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Pre-chill. Yep. That's your pre-chiller yeah. for the for the actual the cooling water. The Couldn't cooling water you, yeah, um, works. sort of like, have any of you guys ever seen the big plate chillers that they make for coolers, yeah. for jockey boxes? Right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you sort of use that as an idea, just fill a cooler with ice? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like a, they call it a cold plate. Same thing. Yeah. Cold plate, yeah. Same thing. Absolutely. The only problem with that is you'd probably want to sanitize the inside of it before you use it. Well, even right. with a plate chiller, you do the same thing. Like, how do you store All your right. plate chiller? Yeah. What I do with mine... Is I fill it with sanitizer solution. I have dust caps that go on the end, and I just put the dust caps on, fill it with sanitizer, put the dust caps on, and store it. And it seems to. And be, that's all right. That seems to be good. Well, for me. yeah. Nice. Usually, what I do is um, when I'm done, you know, chilling, I forward and back flush like five times on the wort side, right? And um, then run sanitizer through, and then kind of just shake it dry. I mean, I just let it dry. It's not a big deal. Hmm. And then before I use it, I run sanitizer through, through it again it. Yeah. on the yeah. wort side. Right. And yeah, I've never had a problem. What I've heard with a lot of those plate chillers is you can actually sterilize them if you stick them in the oven for you like can. A half an hour. Absolutely, you can stick them in the oven. You do whatever you want. I mean, hmm. it's they're all metal. You can't melt anything. You can't hurt them. Your oven's not going to get hot enough to screw anything up. So it's like braised. Copper on the well, inside. Well, yeah, it's, it's basically gonna... it's basically an autoclave. More, well, not quite because there's no steam, but you know, it's almost an autoclave. Get you, Mister Biomedical Engineer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to actually build an autoclave for my wife for her to finish her PhD out of a pressure cooker. So, <laughs> yep. dude, that's cool. They do that a lot, especially <clears throat> with petri dishes. That's yeah. a, I think I saw that on uh, Moonshiner's show. Yeah, the old well, autoclave yeah. pressure cooker that, trick. Yeah, that's the next thing to use it for. <laughs> that's right, Tickle. <laughs> While Tickle went out and made his autoclave pressure cooker, dude, you sound just like Tim the show. Was, that's awesome. Tim was inside working on his plants become a real brewer. <laughs> that's perfect, dude. That's on the money. Now, 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 now you got now you got to do one of those uh, in a world. Like yeah, right. <laughs> no, right. You got to do it with the, uh, the, the Dukes of Hazards. Down the road, Joe Tim was about to sample his first try of the Washington rye recipe. <laughs> but he didn't great. know that Sergeant Bilko was waiting around the corner in the SUV. <laughs> Dude, that's right. Jay, you all come I, back I, now. I don't. Know, I, I was about 1953, and there, there was a woman out there, and she was, you know, she was coming around, and I was like, "Ma, you?" Uh, Jay, there's not know, any old black eyes. I on didn't the show, even I know what was going on. She was like, 
Oh, what? You like the whiskey? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Old it sounds like he's G- from backwoods, Louisiana. Jim, so, Tom, Jay, we got to we, we, we got to record a commercial doing this Moonshiners theme. Totally. That's just gonna be too awesome. thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I'd it. be happy to. <laughs> nice. We have our new voiceover guy. How does he do that? I know. How the fuck does he do I'll that? I'll tell you how. I watch too damn much of the Moonshine Show. Coming up. I'll tell you how to do voiceovers. Coming up on the next season finale of Gold Rush. Of Desperate Homebrewers. <laughs> Desperate Homebrewers. We should do a fake reality show. That would be hilarious. Fucking we'll reality show of Homebrewers. Fucking awesome. Dude, the ideas, man. Dan could be Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me cap my finger on that bottle there as I pour it over. It's coming over. Let me put it on my mouth first. When Dan jumped off of the roof from the cops, he broke his ribs when he missed the pickup truck. He slammed down to the ground. Nearly broke himself a $400 hand card. <laughs> Tim had to be careful because of the helicopter that was flying above was looking through the trees. Wow. You know, them moonshiners, they're, they're smart. They, you, you, get, you know, it's hard to catch them, but we're you know, we going to go out on here in the lake and we're going to see what we can see. And sometimes, you know, at night you, you might see a fire. And uh, But, you know, I, I see a light over there, but we're going to turn around. We're going to come back tomorrow, see if we can catch them in the act. If you love your country, you gotta, gotta love, love moonshine. moonshine. <laughs> How do we put subtitles on the web anyway? Oh, I don't we, know. we can do that. We can yeah, do that. We're, we're working on that. We got to get the Mac down here. I have to get it <laughs> wired. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about that off air because I, I have some ideas. And you were talking about that video program, and yeah, yep. we're we're yep. gonna we're yep, gonna yep, get yep. you guys some new stuff for the new year. Desperate homebrewers. We're gonna get hey, we're gonna get medium on. tech up in here tonight on Desperate Homebrewers. <laughs> That's it. All right, guys. Well, I think for uh, podcast reasons, we'll shut it down. We'll keep our uh, our cameras up and some music on for a little while, as we always do. Um, and that's, uh, I think, tonight, that's about it. So DIY your, yourself to death. Build yourself a hop spider. And, uh, buy a ex- fucking plate chiller. <clears throat> and Just buy a chill. plate chiller. Seriously. Really? Dude, you know, for, for the cost of a, a counterflow chiller, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah. Ten more dollars, you get a plate chiller. Right. No. Shipped. And, and you don't have to worry about, you know, kink, kinking the copper if right. you've never done it because it it's not the hardest thing in the world, but if you've never done it, it's pretty easy to kink copper. It's a soft material, so yeah, just get a plate chiller. 30 plates is probably the lowest, or 20 to 30, I'd say. And just remember, folks, this is something that you can try at home. <laughs> <laughs> in Louisiana. <laughs> For reasons. Moonshining is illegal. What we do is legal, though, folks. <laughs> Dude, you're our new voiceover guy. Totally. We're going to record some commercials, I think, tonight. <laughs> Before you leave, I'm, I'm going to hire you to record some commercials for us. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's see. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to shut down the feed. And uh, that's it. We're going to hang out and do the after show for you guys. So what? Uh, 60 gallons under my belt today. What? 60 gallons this year. What? You brewed 60, uh, 60 gallons? gallons so oh, 60 far. gallons this year so far? So far, yeah. Holy I think I've drank, no, total, 60, right? I drank 60 what? gallons. This year, total brewed? Or? Total brewed, yeah. One month, 60 Damn. gallons. That's Fuck. pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm happy. Guess how much I've brewed... You're approaching micro-brew status. Guess how much I've brewed since Christmas. None. Right. <laughs> Big fucking goose egg. Do you guys remember this one? Oh, 
It's a classic. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Final. Slow jamming. Final Gravity Podcast, baby. That's right. That's what we got to do. We got to do a slow jam to this shit. <laughs> slow jam the podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> you about to take your clothes off. He's about to take his clothes off. Keep listening for your chance to win some white labs yeast. Yeast, baby. Other giveaways from our friends in the brewing industry. Don't forget to sign up on our forums. Let us know who you are. All right, I'm thinking the first person to type Brazilian wax NHC in the chat gets a free vial yeast. There you go. That'll be our giveaway. Am I eligible? Because I, I no, you're not. Uh, no. Fifth no. Especially since you're sitting right there with your computer. <laughs> There you go, oh, 46 right. brewer. If you did it and didn't brewer, say anything, you got some yeast, buddy. Sending Send- it down to vagina. Nice. <laughs> Email me your address, finalgravitypodcast at gmail.com. Email me your address, and we'll get you some yeast out. And uh, send us some beer, for God's sakes. We're running low on homebrew. <laughs> yeah, we will, he wants the Brazilian. Yeah, we will taste it on air and give what, you a... White Labs receipt. makes a Brazilian yeast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Uh, so, what's the flavor profile? It's a little hairy. <laughs> oh, Very yeasty and a little hairy. But a smooth finish. <laughs> Tastes like feet. Very smooth finish. <laughs> a little hairy at the beginning, but it looks very smooth finish. This That's right. Finalgravitypodcast.gmail.com. That's it. Yep. And uh, don't forget, sign up to AJ. You have till <gasps> Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern to sign up and register. And I, I don't doubt tickets are going to sell. Here's my prediction. Midnight Tuesday? Not even. If they're going on sale 3 p.m. Eastern, my prediction is they're going to be sold out by 9 p.m. Eastern. How hard do you think it's going to be? At, is it 3 p.m. Eastern or is it 3 p.m. Central? I thought it was. No, it's 3, p.m. <clears throat> it's 3 p.m. Eastern. It's 1 p.m. Mountain. Okay. Yeah, because they're in Colorado. They're based oh, out of Colorado. I was about to say, who the fuck? Gotcha. Mountain time. Well, I haven't heard that since like Nickelodeon <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid. Like, How hard do you think it it's going to be at 3 o'clock? Type in your name and try to get a legend. I know o'clock. my wife's going to have to do it. So. I'm gonna well, do I got it. the same thing. My wife's got to do it for me because uh, I'll be on a plane coming back from Tennessee at that point. Yep. Is everybody going for th- all three days here? or? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, I'm we're doing, going for the whole fest. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. The bang. I might go even longer. Meg's like, hey, why don't we stay an extra couple of days and just like... That's sober cool. up. Whatever, yeah. Sober up. Well, actually, <laughs> get drunker the next day and then stay an extra day. To so, Jay, up. you've yep. been, real quick, I know you want to get out of here, but you've been to NHC before. In Minnesota, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the whole shebang. Yeah, Wednesday is the BN party, their anniversary party. Right. right. So that'll be, it's worth going to that. It, if, and that you have to get through the Brewing Network. Um, but that's a worthwhile party. They okay. always have good beers and shit. If you're not going to go to the BN party, but there's all—I mean, there's so much stuff to do throughout Philadelphia. What there, what happens Thursday, and then what happens Friday, and then what well, happens at, on there's, Saturday? There's like an online schedule. Thursday, I th- and don't quote me because I haven't looked at the online schedule, but I'm pretty sure that Thursday is the opening ceremony, and Thursday night is. Um, is it Thursday or Friday? Let's see. Friday, Saturday. Thursday. Yes, Thursday is pro night. Pro night, and then Friday is club Friday night. Friday is club... Uh, am I mixing that up? Yes, Friday is club night, and then Saturday is the... The grand banquet. Banquet, yeah. banquet. The banquet and award ceremony. What time yeah. does that start? 
on Saturdays, like any afternoon. No or See, like night. every no, single. It's well, it's a dinner. It's yeah, it's an evening. It's a dinner. It's so Saturday night. Yeah, it's at night. Probably like the cool. The cool thing though is like every single night they have the social club. Yeah, from like I, I looked at it. It's from like ten to two. Oh yeah, in the, the afternoon, like ten in the morning to two. No, ten a ten p.m. to two a.m. The oh, social yeah. well club. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's like the after that's like, hours party. But isn't that like a club night every night then? Yeah, so pretty, much, there? pretty much. Pretty much. Right? It's yeah, Thursday, man, Friday, and Saturday crazy. night till two. Well, club night yeah. is when everyone dresses up and does their thing, and, it, and it's nothing but homebrew clubs. And then there's the after hours, you know, if you want to pour hospitality you could, yeah. suites right. where you can pour. Shit, man. Dude, I'm telling you, rest your liver. They, well, they tell you. They tell you. <laughs> yeah. they Stop tell you drinking to walk, now. They tell you to walk, well, not no, run. They, yeah. They, they, <laughs> Beer fest? We got to drink now. <laughs> Actually, we need to practice our livers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm stretching my liver exercises. I've been I brought tequila. I'm going to do some push-ups. That's right. You can call right. me landfill. <laughs> I got I some twin, moonshine. I have a twin brother. That's right. Tickle has brought some tequila. Hell no. <laughs> Is that what's in that mason jar? Oh, fuck. And I forgot the brum, man. I no, forgot yeah. the pitoro for that matter, too. Sign up, guys. We do still have some t-shirts in the store. Check out the store. Um, and that's about it. I guess uh, we'll see you in two weeks on the 16th for cask conditioning. And that'll be a full-length show. Dude, that's going to be fun. Yeah, good stuff. So we're out. We'll wrap it up. Like I said, we'll keep the cams on for those that are live in the chat. <clears throat> and remember, relax, don't worry, and have a homebrew. <laughs> Brew on, fellas. Peace. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs>